creating it is joy also. But uh, if you don't keep on and realize that you are sinking at the end, uh, totally uh, uh, overrun by by over effort, hmm? <laughs> and uh, there is dukkha. Remember, Jean, when I when you when I uh, asked you to come to the wedding with me to to which I was invited. Remember, and oh, she's a wedding wedding in North Carolina. Uh, it's a home of a very wonderful doctor, Dr. Sue. And with Dr. Sue, hmm, he was a very devout uh, Buddhist, uh, uh, dedicated uh, practitioner, 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 and uh, had two big uh, libraries packed with uh, ancient uh, books and ancient uh, devices or whatever, great, yeah, Chinese. oh yeah, well, it's ancient, very ancient Chinese. And we were so excited, you too. And what did I say? Cool it, it's dukkha. <laughs> you know, getting there, but greeting, Behaving very, very special. Hmm? And then you, uh, usually in this situation, one forgets things which you would like to have. <laughs> so, well, I have something, birthday present, to push it away all the time the dukkha. On one level, it cools, really. Hmm? Um, well, we changed a little bit. Um, you know, there are two, two, two sets of the parties here. And one is called my retirement. That is a retirement without a pension. <laughs> That's already the number one dukkha in it. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I, I have no pension, no social security, no, because I thought I have, but I don't. So, you see, it's, it's, it's wonderful. You have always company this way. Make good friendship with, them, with that dukkha. Then you can smile with it. Hmm? It's company. It's really it's a, more like your cat is company. This is even more a, a lie. <laughs> yeah. So, so what did I start out? Yeah, I talked this morning something that was. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's right. So one was this morning. Actually, I was addressing the the um, energy in, in which we find ourselves in organizing and in planning. And then this is the sec the, for, for this uh, party or celebration and for this. One is my farewell here. My retirement. 
I never thought of it. It was the first time I realized that dukkha in it. So, um, <laughs> what else? Yeah, and then also, well, just in general I did. It's a very uh, uh, kind of... Um, special atmosphere when you see, put yourself in front of it. <clears throat> I felt that in the morning, not so much now. Have you had a good lunch? That settles it too, hmm? the excitement. <laughs> then we wanted to make and begin a meditation, but uh, then we going out again into the the birthday party situation, and there are many doors and for slipping out to, to what we have collected ourselves. So I thought we make a very wonderful evening with it. And um, in one way we did a little bit what we call uh, meditation, um, that is engaging ourselves in this method, in this uh, particular um, me- method which we have uh, for discovering ourselves and coming to know ourselves. We call it sweeping, yeah? That, that method is like you take your mind and uh, let your mind, like a brush, sweep through, f- uh, over the body. But if it is a real brush, the, you will feel it inside too. But we do. So in this case, for uh, using when we are using it as a journey through our aliveness, then um, it is... Uh, and it, it, instead of a brush or sweeper, it is our mind. So then it penetrates through the outer, uh, outer part, the skin, the, um, and uh, can penetrate through that part and open up and uh, touch also through the inner life, through all those organs. In fact, the Buddha gives that as a very special unit for practice. He calls it the attention, awareness, mindfulness to the organs. And I think he enumerates 32. So this is a very... uh, very ancient practice. It has become a a kind of, it has a a sweeping like an avalanche in the spiritual circles or psychological circles as a device to come to quiet and in our mind space and use it at the same time as a device to go deeper and can focus into that 
energy which we call aliveness that is coming from the whole process, from the lungs and from and from and from the lungs. See Tuka Proceed. Sometimes the most finest actions can have that. And if you're not aware, you have such a miserable life that uh, people have done very bad things um, to themselves because of that. Just recently, I'm living in a surrounding in an area that is in the high desert. I am surrounded by one two, three monasteries, all in the distance of 20, 20, 20, 20 minutes to average. One is, uh, a, a, um, is uh, from my lineage, Yubakin, um, who is represented and continued in that training, um, is uh, Venerable Guenka. 20 minutes, fabulous, beautiful, big meditation. I have uh, visited it and have booked in for a self-retreat. Impossible in mine. So, uh, then um, another one, Svenerabel Gunasari, a former medical doctor. She's over 70. And one of my students has had the means built a little monastery for her in the middle of the hardware desert in Pioneer Town. And she has continuously guests. For two guests she can take. Very dedicated. A library she, she uh, sustained and related to whilst she was doing uh, medical services in Burma. Uh, she was also in America, uh, anesthesiologist. Hmm? She was at my, med- my op- operation, not the last time he did one, but one. There were so many there at that time. They were all sleeping on the floor. So then... And the last one, well, that is also a a former medical doctor. He's also over 70 now. He started maybe a little later than I, not much later. But he has run me over with uh, size and and, 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 uh, expansion because he is supported by a very large uh, Thai community of the higher cash flow level. <laughs> you know what I mean. They, they pay with, with, with a wink of an eye $45,000 to bring in a Buddha which is as high from here, halfway up not the Buddha itself, the transportation costed that much. Yeah. 
So this is, it's all going on. It's wonderful, you know. It's, it's, it's really, only 30 years are we in it, or 40. Well, I started 40 years ago. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know why I got to it. You said the dukkha even in the finest. Yeah, right. But you see, when you now practice, you don't have it, see it as dukkha. It actually in, in, invigorates you and in, inspires you. Because one beautiful thing about the Dharma is that it is always new what you are ex- ex- discovering. It's always another way to see something, same thing maybe. From a, so that is um, means you you attain greater volume for right understanding or for in your wisdom that that we are developing here. So then uh, let's have a little quiet now. What is the next program, Jean? Who is it? Yeah, I told you, uh, I I have um, thought it would be nicer we have the evening with it. Hmm? We just do our sit, sitting meditation. Oh, a little bit. It's okay. Um, Yeah, let us tune in in a different way, maybe. (laughs) We had actually wonderful guided meditation this morning in a different way. Through the the arranging, the, 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 the form of our meditation and walking, that was already one, you got constantly in instructions there. <laughs> yeah, that was guided meditation. But it wasn't only instructions, I also asked you to view the situation. It was a very uh, kind of, it was a workshop actually, like it was uh, a, what they call workshop. We were all very much engaged. Who remembers it? Interesting. Thought it was good and it's still good. Mm-hmm. Uh, who feels that you uh, uh, attained something of, out of that initial resistance we had? Also, not everyone had it. Uh, you uh, had the delight to see something which you did not see before. Susanna, Susan, yeah? You did. I had some resistance to begin with, and it turned into delight. Say it louder. I had some resistance to begin with, and it turned into delight. Good. Naturally, she had. She is already established there, you know, and she's already set up. And anything else which is not relating to that is dukkha. 
you see, it's, it's, it's our entertainment, this dukkha, now, in a different way, without in the, the ordinary uh, entertainment with dukkha is also taking place. I mean, dukkha is always entertainment. Oh, yes, I have the same, you know. My grandmother had it too, and so we're going and doing it. But, or we, where we um, exchange it somehow in a different way, for a different, we find ourselves in a different atmosphere. When I say we entertain ourselves here with dukkha, it's your friend. That is, however, in the consciousness of Dharma. It's at the same time, it lift, gets lifted. What we mention as dukkha uh, gets a lift. It, it, it disperses itself too. Because why, why does it? Because we talk about it? No. Because we understand a little bit better. Wisdom, clear understanding, is, is the reducer that also has to be cultivated here. So it's not just talking about it. Talking about it, complaining and telling you how the grandmother also had the same, and then you bring others in and remember that, that your neighbors have similar features to, to, to discuss, but that goes nowhere. But that is exhausting when you come home and say, my God, all this I had to hear. Hmm? Mm. <laughs> yeah, that has no doors. That doesn't, uh, uh, doesn't uh, dissolve <clears throat> and does not render uh, that what dissolves it and what makes us, uh, brings lightness and right understanding. So that one is ordinary consciousness, that is real hardware, hard drive um, uh, dukkha. The other one is uh, only, uh, is coming from, um, Dharma consciousness. There is this, there it's growing in it, in that friendship. There is something very beautiful. It is uh, energy that uh, guides me, delights me, initiates me, always in the direction. There's always a very certain joy in it. Do you know that there is a form of one set of teaching, I call these different sets or uh, teaching units. There are five hindrances, there are five uh, uh, faculties, or there are four, four divine abodes, and so on. So it's a teaching, that means a guideline. Hmm? And there is one which is called Seven Factors of Enlightenment. Seven Factors of Enlightenment to train. And the fourth one is joy. Now how can you cultivate joy? Well, it, will, it holds together to our, with our practice. 
and uh, uh, cultivate by training and cultivating the mind to that uh, capacity where it can begin to see what we are doing wrong and begin to understand that it's not wrong against, it's not bad, but it is wrong in terms of attaining that what you long for. Where you know there is another way for me. I'm not quite in alignment with my real, real uh, self. We intuitively know it. Right, see? So we did a little bit of that this morning. Then let us sit. We have about 20 minutes left. Hmm? Close your eyes, a light one. Notice in the way you're holding that head, how it is supported and received by the spinal column. It's a very special structure. And let it radiate its aliveness and acknowledge that mind that is quiet and is receiving the message of that what is being able to be felt, feeling, body sensations. It's alive. You may feel it on top of the head, on the on the left side of your head. You may um, acknowledge and realize uh, your your aliveness of the opposite side of the head. Was it, I don't know with which I began. Was it the left first or the right? Left. Left. So we're now on the right side. Uh-huh. And um, maybe you um, shift now your, or transfer your attention to the back of the head, the skull, actually. That's the shape of our head. Mm-hmm. In its upper section, um, it is... Uh, holding what we call our brain matter, which is a physical base for what we call our mind, our mental faculties. Mm -hmm. And then notice perhaps subtly or realize there is a body that sits and avails me this. Quiet now. You just acknowledge and realize whilst you are receiving somehow the touch sensations 
the sensations of, of the matter as you are a kind of receiving it in your awareness, your mind level, receiving the physical level. On one level, it is also life force. It's not just physical, it's physiological, physiological. There's also life force. So, to see whether we can comprehend in, in, uh, and the entire situation, my head being the upper part of, of my body, housing and accommodating, holding the base physical base for the for the for our consciousness mm-hmm. can you realize from which uh, you will get the message of your the aliveness of this head we are holding now as our focus Mm-hmm. How, where do you perceive most clearly sensations from this particular part of your body? My head, left side, shift over to the right one. Notice <clears throat> you shift over to the back of the head. And you may find yourself traveling with your awareness now from the back of your head, there where it um, connects with the back of the neck or connects with it. You travel now upwards to the top of the head and allow that to sense and that comes from from the top of the head from the bone structure and from that what is soft matter what is inside see how it what type of uh, life uh, or energy and sensations invite you there where <clears throat> your head, where you are sensing the top of your head closer to where the, where the um, forehead receives the, the head. And then you may um, realize that what is behind uh, the, that region, that is that part of the top of the head, 
which is coming, spreading and arising in the temple across the, the um, forehead, and you travel, transfer your awareness now to the other temple region. And you have this particular part now in your awareness. Notice sensations arising, changing, feeling comfortable or feeling not comfortable. Mm -hmm. And you now shift again your attention to the regions of the eyes, eye socket, the left and the right, below the forehead. Feel the sensations pulsating maybe. You may notice um, the um, eyelids moving. You mean notice um, your attention kind of circulating these eye sockets just to get a sense of orientation perhaps and then we shift over the with the attention to the other side I mean to the panglong of the of our of of our eyes, this, the, the two eyes. Can you perceive messages of your aliveness as you are realizing your focusing into the left and into the right, and you make movements with your awareness? and as cruise or circle around and be see how accurate you are. Do you know it is a left one? Recognize or it is a right one, right eye. And uh, at one point these two eyes are separated by the top or the beginning of the nose. See? Check a little bit this moment the particular disposition of your posture and whether you can see whether you realize that sitting is taking place, that is happening with this body right now. It is in that shape, in that form. It's not walking. Just perceive it lightly and then go back where we return from where we went away. We were realizing that these two eyes are separated by the nose. It begins at its beginning. It, is, uh, and, uh, it seems like it grows out of the forehead. See, it's, it's nice. Without that, you make any effort. You engage right now the 
ability to envision, but don't stay there. Travel now from that point, which is the center of the forehead, where this part of our body, the nose, originates. It grows out of here. You travel along the back till you come to the end. The change here, a different form. Here we find the two channels which which are used as a as a travel pathway for the air, for the end breathing, for breathing in and breathing out. Can we take a moment? become more clear in perceiving the fine energy <coughs> which are constantly inside inspired in their in their aliveness because it's a channel for the air here air touching the inner uh, uh, inner of the nose mm-hmm. Without any any effort, just gently um, invite a breath in now. Guide it in in such a way that you don't um, hear any sound in that action, and make so somehow sure in that that uh, you guide it in such a way that it doesn't touch actually the inner walls. You go like a, like a string, very thin up, and somehow there it channels it further at one point into the uh, trachea. Is getting received here. Can you follow it up without doing any? Just knowing you receive it. Mm-hmm. And it ends up in the solar plexus, transfers itself into the, um, what is the muscle called here? Diaphragm have a muscle and here it gets transferred into the lungs. So this is a very beautiful spot for catching and connecting and getting a touch, a direct experience of our breath as it comes in and when it goes out. See whether you can find yourself in that position where you allow it. You don't want more. You just realize uh, you are focused into that diaphragm region. Very vital. That I mentioned that yesterday as a point 
to acknowledge when we are uh, wanting to uh, stay in a long, longer time with being mindful, with mindfulness to breathing. So notice yourself kind of being in that attitude of offering this particular re- region, diaphragm. solar plexus and then acknowledge at the same time how you sense and perceive the what belongs to this the whole the rest of the body we're just in this particular relation now with this particular place see whether you can do absolutely nothing except Guarding carefully your quiet sitting, realizing this area, and doing nothing. If you can do that, you will see it will, at one point, will your breath arise, the next one, or your out breath. And if it does it, that means it is somewhere a little uh, congested or or hindered in its in its natural flow, because of our lack of being uh, relaxed more, and um, also because of maybe not enough clear enough in being focused into this area what do you receive here do it again how wide is this area how does it feel that is what we are trying to attend to that is uh, happening in the chest, center of the chest, there where the heart beats. The heart is uh, a great company for the breath. They work together. And see what is happening here and whether you can um, allow it uh, in its own rhythm whilst you are realizing your offering of this area, this part of your body. Mm -hmm. When travel, now can make a little uh, test perhaps, become clearer here in perceiving what is happening, you travel back from um, the center of your chest, just travel back, it's almost like against the flow of the in-breath. 
and find yourself now <coughs> there where the um, at the end of the nostrils. Yes, here are these uh, two avenues. Stay there. I, that was one of my beginning practice to focus now and to hold attention there where you find the tip of your nose. And that avails us in another way to, to realize the function of breath very clearly or better through Mm-hmm. And as you want to continue your exploration, you bring now your attention as you have traveled back, realized the base of the nose, understood the, more clearly the two, uh, two pathways for the breath. You shift now your attention to the left side of your face, to the, to the left, to the left, it is at <coughs> and at the same time, to, uh, she, you shift it to the other side. So you are are now finding your attention, perceiving that what is being felt as a liveness through both sides of your face. In the center you see the nostril, your your nose. Pulsation, Uh, you don't need to name give name for the sensations, but if you wish and it helps you, it's, it's okay. So, you, so from um, the left side of your face, you travel back, go to the right one. This now we a flank. The, the nose is as though it is a fence in the, the division between this part, <coughs> the division of the face, two, fa- two, two places, two halves of the face. Mm-hmm. Uh, crunch a little bit, both cheeks, mm-hmm. and go down at the same time with the crunching to the chin, down to the chin. Feel the sensation, let go slowly. Travel back to where the cheeks begin, this underneath the eye sockets. Yeah. And travel from here down ways along the sides of the nose down to the jawline 
the jawbone. Notice sensations. Touching. It's a touch sensation. See how difficult it right now is actually to maybe penetrate or sense it more clearly and uh, uh, hold attention, being aware of the tiredness or uh, the hindrance uh, you may feel by feeling the tiredness. Mm-hmm. Kind of t- bring attention into the jaw region now. That was the ending of the cheeks. Mm-hmm. Tighten it here. I don't know if that's a hard bow. Mm-hmm. And release it. Let it ask. And uh, receive now everything what is arising now of in, in this uh, part of your body, your face. Mm-hmm. Comprehend again as a kind the left side, the face, the right one, the center, the nose and uh, become aware of that uh, uh, ending, the jaw region, and from the center of the jaw region, you travel up along the kind, along that bone of the, <coughs> of the skull, till you come to the ears. That's where um, the occipital bone begins. And travel back, kind of along that way, for no other reason than to hold awareness and and focus and realize that aliveness the touch sensation of your life. Notice sensations, that means that is the physical experience, and notice that uh, what is mental is actually a kind of a response. Is it pleasant? No. It's unpleasant, never mind. You see yourself experiencing, receiving that what is um, the so-called inner life. And open and travel back. We were up to the ears. And now let the whole face come as one section into your awareness. Go back to the forehead, 
above the two ears, the eyes, circulate, circle around both eyes, you travel and transfer your awareness through, through these cheeks till we come to the re- ending of this face, which is the region of the jaws. Mm-hmm. And relax. Let them transfer or let them um, open and offer that what is alive here. Mm-hmm. Notice your mind becoming aware more clearly of the touch of the sensations. You become at the same time knowingly aware a life of knowledgeable of what is arising here on the as a response. That's what always happen. Body is 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 uh, noticed, but it is uh, communicating, and there is also the, the that what is mental is arising, and is actually a response. Mm-hmm. It's kind of how I feel that physical aspect, yeah. And now, as a closing, travel from wherever you are, whether you are up at the end of the two parts of the face, or you are on the upper part, below the ears, the the eyes, you maybe have included your eyes, the forehead, and now receive that entire head. We had it earlier on the level of, in the form of the skull. We were at the left side, the right side, we were at the back one. We noticed the place on top of it. So receive this part of yourself that carries our, our intelligence, so to speak. Hmm? and uh, see where, how deep can you, you, you sense it, how clear. Even if you are tired, you want something else. Well, you asked me, we, we had this program, and I somehow went into it. I'm closing now. That's enough for now. But that's kind of a, a nice thing to to have this uh, part of yourself that carries this precious thing, the mind. Mind is a forerunner of everything. Before we want to do things, mind is already there. The forerunner. That is, mind is, is master of our lives. And in this way, what we are doing right now is interesting to see and to realize that you are training that what is 
visible, what is what is master for our lives, and uh, see whether you can kind of realize the brain is on top of the uh, there. It's, it's have you ever seen a, a human brain? Probably not. No, but it is soft matter, and uh, it uh, is a base, a physical base, for this thing which has no shape, no color, no 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 solid solidness. So, and you know, you notice it, and uh, try that sometimes to capture or to recollect yourself, or to invite you to understand when you, when you are thinking, whilst you are thinking, whilst you have a problem, you realize that. And uh, it's a wonder. One can just... Take it as it is. So then, uh, that far is our meditation. If I see, I go back to the entire body, all that what we did, we couldn't do because we could only do it because we have a body hmm? and a head. And in that head, there is that material that gives us this, this kind of special way to wonder, where is it? You speak, you look. Mm-hmm. It's not just there, but the physical base is held here. It's a very... So... Are you with it still? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now bring your attention there, where the head gives way or is received by this part we call neck. Mm-hmm. And it is actually carried uh, and uh, by a very special bone structure, which is the top of the spinal column. It's a kind of an anatomy we are doing, but a little bit different. We train the mind that way. We hold it here, give it part of my, 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 my life, my, my human form, my mind myself. <clears throat> so, and you understand, you notice it, as you look at me, and as you now think, what do you think right now? It's time we have to shift now. Hmm? Probably I did it. I saw myself. It talked to me like that. It was a thought. And then I saw that I realized that. 
because we can also in this way, it's the same, well, after all, we are training actually uh, our mind. We're training it to that uh, form or to that disposition that it is available to us and we know what it is doing. So you have to sometimes pay attention in the midst of our mental uh, 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 unfolding. You know what is here. It's plenty. It's, it's, uh, it's a wonderment, and we, that's why it is uh, absolutely necessary that we meditate and go into such pathway where we attain or have good guidelines by which we can be uh, um, in a not all too hard way um, deal with ourselves wake up so that we can get better guideline that's a, and uh, that what is the outcome and it's guidelines nothing else but we wake up to de- to to wisdom understand really better good in such a way that we can realize that we can uh, help ourselves the best help is what we get here, it's very important. Otherwise, that mind that is not trained will play football with us, or plays um, ignorance and dances with the, with the hindrances. All right, look up. See, notice that we are finishing. I'm looking for a, ch- for a chant chain, but would f- be nice. Happiness is here and now. I. How is it going? Happiness. I have dropped, no I have dropped my hurry. I have dropped my worries. Worry. Nowhere to go, nothing to do. But pardon? No, no longer in a hurry. The second line is, I have dropped my, my worry. Yeah. Help me. Happiness is here and, and now. now. I, I have, have dropped, dropped my, my worry. Nothing to do, nowhere to go. No longer in, in a hurry. That's a nice, nice guideline. Nothing to do, no longer in the hurry. Now, all right, so that's the next.
I wouldn't have done it. I wanted it to do in the evening, but I can't finish in the evening. Mm-hmm. So let's get up now. It's hot in here, isn't it? How are we with the time manager? It's one, one hour left. Before tea time. Pardon? Before tea time. Mm-hmm. I didn't get it. One hour before tea time. Ah, so. Well, what, is, uh, what was the program? Walking. Walking. Yeah, go. Let's go out for fifteen minutes and then come back. Hmm? Yeah, we go out and uh, find ourselves around that beautiful new bed, flower bed. Yeah, and make a circle there and then come back. I come with you. I can use it too. And then we come back. You know, sometimes programs are in the way. I, I, I think we were programming this afternoon several times.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.